Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian with my headphones on, so I can't hear myself. Right, I've taken them off. And today we're going to be talking, do you want to start again? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> okay, it's fine. No, All right. No, stop. no, it's fine. Mine, All mine. Right. Yeah, okay. Stay gone. Okay. okay. Today, oh, every week, today we're going to be talking about 2020 and how it was for us basically and that sounds really um self-indulgent but the reason we're doing that is because you meet so many people and they're like oh yeah 2020 has been the worst year for me oh yeah no 2020 wasn't too bad and I just thought you might just want to know what 2020 was like for our family and for us here in New Zealand um you might be able to get something out of it and but basically if you're just a nosy parker like me and you want to know what's going on this is your chance to just catch up on our year 2020 and what it was like. So we are going to start the year off way back. That seems like years and years and years ago, but was only 11 yep, months we're ago. We're in December 2020. So 20, when we say 2020, we mean 20, 2020, don't we? Why? What do you mean? Well, just, I don't know. 2020 it means like you've got good vision as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. So the year is 2000. One four for a copy. <laughs> 2020. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, Way back in January. So yeah, January for us was about getting ready for, Um, it was, we'd had Christmas in New Zealand. It's the summer in New Zealand in January. It was a lovely warm January and we had guests coming over. Yeah, we had my uh, family members coming over. So um, my side of the family, it's the first time someone's been out here for 10 years. And my brother, my cousin, my brother David, uh, my cousin Mark and my uncle Ed, Mm. who was coming, they were coming out from the USA. So we were getting ready for them and just, yeah, looking forward to them coming out. And yeah, lots they, of tidying up, wasn't there? There was lots of tidying up, lots of getting the bleach out. Why do you always do that? Why, when you're expecting people, why don't you just be like normal and go, oh yeah, this is how we live? Why is it you always try and make it perfect for when people turn up? I don't know. I really don't know what that is. I know because you don't I, go cleaning everything like mad, do you? And then, but you know, you, your mum and dad are coming over or something, or and it's like get everything speckled. I know, man. I know. And then the minute they've been here, like literally, when they came over, they walked in. They were like, "Oh, this is a beautiful house." And it was like, "Yeah, yeah, just make the most of it because you yeah, know we'll you won't like see us tidy week. again." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, you do tend to do that, don't you? You're like, yeah, you do tidy everything up. So go on, yeah. Sorry. So did you have a good trip with your brother and your? Yeah, it was great cousin? to see them. They came over for I think Mark came over for two, for the for two weeks. David came over for three weeks. So we we did a little road trip out to. Um, Rotorua uh, and around, and uh, just uh, we we uh, you know did lots of uh, walking, played a bit of golf, mm. and got a few drunk bit, bit a few yes. drunks. Yes, yeah, it was Mark's birthday when we were out here, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we got the the vodka and uh, cranberry juice. Mm. Never had that before. So, um, what was I just going to say? So here we are in January, just loving having these guests over. Actually, Mark did a podcast with me, and and Uncle Ed did a podcast. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'll put to I'll yeah. put those links in the um, show notes. But here we are. January is just perfect. It's warm. We've got guests. The house is nice and tidy. Brian's on the vodka every night, so he's nice and relaxed. <laughs> and kids are happy. They're out with their friends, swimming in the river, just doing really nice stuff. And then. Towards the end of January, the TV goes on and we're well, told. That was, yeah, that was the thing. It was, you could see these things happening, you know, the old thing comes through and you, you see it uh, and there's this virus and that was that really, wasn't yeah. it? I remember I remember Dave and you saying to me that you'd been to Rotorua on that day. You Remember you went on that tour and Dave said, or Mark said, oh, it was really weird because like people had face masks on and I'm like, Oh really? Why yeah. would they have face masks on? And 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 
I think they'd heard, uh, uh, these people were Chinese, and I think they'd heard that this virus or it was already... Yeah, well, a lot of people. So, you know, you, you're on, um, say, a gondola going up to the... There's a, there's a, a big hillside there with a, a, a concrete um, luge run that you can go down on and a big sky swing. And you take, a like, a ski gondola up to the top, and all these people were in... You know, as in, say, uh, they, they were from uh, Chinese or Asian, they were all wearing their face masks. So that, I think mm. they were a bit ahead of the game. Yeah, because you don't knew. see that in New Zealand, do you? No, ever? you don't, no. no. Yeah. All right, so we're in January, we get the news, and they're like, oh, you know, well, we're flying. I'm going to do my American accent because that sounds really good. We're flying back next week, so I hope it's going to be okay. And they mm. fly back and everything's fine. And then literally... It, Literally, it, people started two, talking two more weeks about later, it. Yeah, it, it it just escalated, and they could, you know, obviously the the governments around the world could see what was happening, and we all know what was going to happen. But New Zealand was still, we weren't in lockdown or anything, so we're just no, we weren't. Talk. But we they 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 got they got the system together pretty quick, which was a one, two, three, four levels, wasn't it? Yeah, but that was um, in March. You're jumping ahead. Oh, sorry. So okay. February. So we've done January. So yep. there we are. So the, your relatives go back. Our family go back. Dave stayed for a little bit in into beginning of February. Yep. Um, the big thing that happened for me in February was Tessa went back to. So Tessa, my daughter, <clears throat> I've got two children. Uh, yeah, as you know, I'm not going to go on about that. Um, Tessa went back to school. Tessa went to high school basically. Um, she had been home. She's been homeschooled for ten years, and we traveled around the world and we'd been on that big trip and she came back and she'd ummed and ahed about whether she wanted to go to school. And this was the year, um, although she'd like done a bit the previous year, but that was sort of like, that sort of didn't count. She was like in a, in like a, a homeschooly group environment. This was the year that she went back and went to high school to do her final years in school. And that was um, hard because it was like, okay, she went and like, obviously Sonny's working and doing his thing and she just wasn't here anymore, you know? And that was yeah. like, that was really weird for anyone that's homeschooling and has homeschoolers go to back to high school. It's a really weird feeling because all of a sudden you just, you not only miss them so much, but you just feel like a little bit of, you know, like a, for all those years you've done that routine and for all those years they've been at home and then suddenly they're not. It's just... In a, in a school environment yeah. type thing, yeah. yeah. So that 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 hit me quite hard in February. It was yeah. just like, when I say hit me hard, I just mean it was just, I just missed her and it was just, I wanted to be really positive for her and like, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. You're going to love it. And, you know, and it's that thing, isn't it, where you do, you have to, you have to put on that brave face for your kids and be like... Yeah, you know, it's gonna. This is the best decision, and like, but inside something is saying, oh, <laughs> you know, mm. please just do your exams at home and just like, you know, because yeah. Anyway, so that for me is what happened in February, and then in March, New Zealand goes into the lockdown thing. Now, I just need to say this because maybe I'll make a public apology to you, Brian. Go on. <laughs> in March I'm sure I wasn't the only one to be like this I remember you were like we're gonna go into lockdown this you better start getting loads of food and putting it in the freezer and I honestly I was just I was in denial like you know I was I was like no we're not yeah it wasn't it wasn't a panic buy but you could just see what was going to happen and is like, it safe to say that you did panic a little bit Bri yes <laughs> well you do yeah you just do yeah. I don't know what it is you you, you yeah. know um it's just you you don't want to see your family um you know do without you don't yeah. you know you don't want to go down that route and um that's the yeah, it's kind of a hard thing it wasn't a, an out and out panic because they kept saying there's not a problem you know and you could see thing people around the world going and buying toilet paper know, for yeah. some unknown reason for the life of me i don't know why you need so much toilet paper right don't be a hypocrite because we bought loads of toilet paper after that and i think it's just i think it's that thing yeah exactly thought, yeah but they might have been using it as face masks or something i don't know don't try and make out that we didn't have 10 packets of toilet paper in the cupboard in the spare room yep. because do you know why because when you see other people and this is what it is isn't it mm -hmm. when you see other people doing something it, I don't, is it human nature to just go, oh my God, maybe we should do that? Like, you know, 
And we yep. did. We we went out and spent two grand on two grand on food and stuff, and basically just filled the freezer. Yep. To, we actually turned the freezer on. We have a freezer in the garage that we never use. We used to use it um, years ago, but it was costing too much money to run. It was like extra mm. fifty dollars a month to run the freezer, and so it was like yes. And it's we we uh, we went out and and got the supplies in because we didn't know when the shops would open again. Even though they were saying the shops will stay open, you just you can't. Is no one would trust? give you an answer, would they? Yeah, they no. were like, oh, yeah. no, yeah, we're going to stay open. Don't worry about that. And you're like, well, I'm sorry, but why are all your shelves empty then? Why can yeah. we not get any flour? All the flour went, didn't it? And yeah. It, yeah, it did sort of cause a bit of a panic thing. So it was really quick in New Zealand from going like to where you weren't allowed to, you know, go out and meet your friends to, did it just go straight to level? Well, they, they, they had these the, the four tiers, uh, level one, level two, level three, level four. Which is so, the highest? Four. Oh, right. Okay. So level one, they hit straight away, Yeah. Um, which was closing the borders and not letting people in as such. Mm. Even though, you know, you, if you're coming on a plane, yes, but then you'd have to do the self-isolation. So um it was closing the borders. Then we went to level two within about two days of them ad- announcing that, or maybe three days, which meant that was the social distancing, no gatherings larger than 100 people and all that sort of stuff. And then we hit level three for about three days and then bang into level four. So it within, just really quick, within it? A, it was about a week. So that's why you were expecting this thing to be over a s- certain amount of time. But I tell you what, though, Liz, it saved lives. I know, yeah, you know? yeah, I know, yeah. You know, so that's what I was going to say. Is like that we, we, you know, I know all the the good thing about the lockdown and stuff. But what I want to talk about is like the effect it had on on us and our family. So, for instance, like Sonny was working at the music shop, and he phoned me up, and he's nineteen. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he's not he's not one to no. He was eighteen then, wasn't he? He's not he's not you know he's not a kid. He's not going to panic, and um, it's not a baby. But he he phoned me up and he said, "What what's going on?" And I said, "Why? What do you mean?" He said, "Oh, the guy that I work with, he's listening to the radio or whatever, and he just said to me, close the door, bro. It's over.'" Yeah. And then he goes, the, the, what, "What does that mean?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, this is a bit dramatic, but it's like I said, "We're going into lockdowns," and he, "Well, what does that mean?" And I, no one knew, did they? And well, it's like, well, well, yeah, but the thing is, is on the Monday they announced, I think I'm pretty sure it was the Monday, they announced that they were going into level three. And then I think it was the Wednesday that they said, right, that's it. We're going into level four tomorrow at midnight. Mm. And so they announced that around about midday on the Wednesday. And that was the panic stations was like, that's when I came, I was down at the, uh, uh, working down the road. And literally came back up to you said, you need to go out. And even then you still said, no, you don't no, need to. No, actually, I didn't, if you remember rightly. Yeah, but I that, didn't. You, you, no, oh, you no came, I didn't come home. I, I yeah, spoke you to you on the phone, didn't I? And, yeah. had, and said, <laughs> Shouted and, down yeah, the phone. and had a go at me. And I'm like, all right, you. You want me to go and buy shopping? <laughs> I'll go and buy shopping. <laughs> and Liz went out. So I sped off. Like, literally, we were going into lockdown at 12 o'clock that night. I recommend this actually. Just get a credit card, right? Well, this is all you have to do. Just get a credit card. <laughs> max it. <laughs> and max it out with loads of food and supplies and then just stick it all in your freezer. And do you know what I found? Look, normally on an average spend for a family of four in New Zealand, we spend on food about, bearing in mind we buy wine and, you know, toiletries and all the rest of it, about 400 New Zealand to 400 to 450 probably yeah new zealand dollars a week right so i went out that day and spent two thousand new zealand dollars and that shop lasted us seven weeks we didn't go out for seven weeks to buy anything so much better and how good is that yes it it is is, it It is because it works out so much cheaper plus you're not all the money on the fuel so that was a great thing load on that so we'd after lot yeah we we made that thing then didn't we We were like we're always going to do this but We've sort of gone back to our old ways now, like laziness, just because it's a big thing going out. Anyway, so here we are in lockdown. Kids are a little bit, no one knows what's going on. But the one thing I will say about New Zealand lockdown, which if you're not aware of this, I have never in my life felt like, I just felt like I was in this really special, well-behaved club you know like no one is going to break the rules it was a team it was oh that's the word team that's it not club yeah it was it was just like new zealand we can do this and it was just 
it just gave you like prickles on the back of your neck. It's like, oh my God, like no one was saying, oh, what's this rubbish? I'm not going into lockdown. Oh, no, no yeah. one can tell You're me what to do. You're taking away my rights. Yeah, and it's like, no one nope. said that. They yeah. were like, everyone felt, it just felt like the whole country went and just came together and it just made me feel so bloody proud. And oh, honestly, I loved it. Absolutely loved that about yeah, New Zealand. That, that unity was was amazing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And and yeah, it was. Oh, made me a little bit tearful that. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Um, so March, we spent the whole time in lockdown. If you want to know yep. about us in lockdown, I'll link to the podcast that we did about staying positive in lockdown because that was one of our big things that we made sure that we did was kept a routine going. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But the, 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 the thing with lockdown, a lot of people, and I know we're not, we're, what we're trying to be here is a little bit, pot, pick the positive parts of the year out because it's so easy to pick all the negative stuff out and see, you know, oh, this and that. So we just try and pick out the bits about lockdown um, with me that I found out, because obviously this podcast is all about me, um, was I'd been working very hard. Um, as a lot of people do, but uh, I, I'd, I'd taken on a, a project um, that was a big project management um, uh, job, and I just found it ultra stressful, mm. um, really, really hard. Very, it wasn't easy to deal with. Um, it, it was just organising a lot of people that didn't know where and what they were doing. Um, on a, a new school that was being built, um, uh, you know, it, it was a groundbreaking uh, uh, project. Uh, you know, uh, the the first one in, in the world, and it was just, just yeah, it, it it took its toll. But then when I found that we had to, you know, we were made to go into lockdown, uh, stop working, um, and that just made me think, really think about and assess what I was doing with my life. Um, and that side of it, it was the, 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 one of the, you know, the only blessings that came out of um, lockdown I found with me was, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. And that was a, uh, you know, it changed my life. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you, if you take the analogy or you, you can compare it to someone else who has lost their job through COVID, then, this is about how I decided to change the way I was, um, you know, we were, we, we were doing an online business in the background anyway, but this was then to put more effort into that. And that's what we're going to talk about on this as well, isn't it? Yeah. So, so just to put that into context, what happened was we, if you know a little bit about our backstory, we went traveling for, Brian is a, as a heating specialist, he had a heating company, um, a, a plumbing and heating company. He sold half of his company with the proceeds. We went traveling around the world. And while we were traveling around the world, we said, sod this, we're not going to go back to doing, you know, uh, working uh, t 10 hours a day anymore. We're going to be digital nomads and we're going to have this online business and we can go traveling around the world. So that's what we decided to do. We set up a drop shipping business um, we set up a content site and we set up um, a, a, what's it called when you build something like doggy? We built doggy uh, yeah, dogs, didn't uh, we? Uh, yeah. We, 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 it's a manufacturing company. A manufacturing company. We such. basically manufactured these indoor dog kennels and we said, yeah, we're going to make these and we're going to sell them all around New Zealand. And so we're going to have these three companies and we're going to just make all this money and we're not going to work for anyone else and not not work for anyone else because we never did because we were self-employed. But you know what I mean? We're not going to go out to work. We're not going to have to stay in the one place and work from that place ever again. So that was in 2009, beginning of 2019. So the whole of 2019, we were sort of like building these businesses up. And that is why Brian took the job as the project manager, because not only are you absolutely brilliant and quite right, you should have done that. And they were so lucky to have you to do that job. Um, but we were, we needed the money, didn't we? We were like, you know. Yeah, well, we did because we weren't obviously the businesses weren't yeah, making and money. That's what you know. You start an online company, it's just not overnight that you're making no. you know a thousand dollars a week or whatever out yeah. of it. You just you just not. No. Um, and and it's it's going to take you up to two years. So that's why it's advisable to do it while you're still working, 
Uh, and instead of just thinking, oh, I'll start a Shopify site and bang, I'll be making money tomorrow. Mm. You might well do if you get, get the right niche. You could be doing it within three months. You can, yeah. But, but I think you're right. I think you've got to give it at least, I mean, now it's been two years and we're making money. Yes. Um, you know, not masses of money, but we're making enough money for us to go and live in Asia. Yeah. <laughs> live in Thailand. Yeah, but the thing is, that's it. If we were if we were living in Asia and we were renting the house out, then yes, you would. We'd you'd be, be done it. We've done yeah, it. Yeah, we're do there. It. Yeah. But living in a Western type, <laughs> and um society um even though we're down in new zealand you know australia new zealand um england america it's a similar type you know you need money to survive here. Dear. it's dear yeah freaking <laughs> expensive so yeah so that gives you the backstory of why brian took the job and then yeah you were project manager you were absolutely amazing at it you were brilliant but yep. you being you took you too much took on too much on it yeah. was only supposed to be just doing the the small mechanical services as in just the the plumbing really and the heating in mm. the school but it ended up being because i've got an electrical background as well um doing the the full um mechanical services including fire security cameras mm. uh, incoming uh, underground eleven thousand volt cables and fiber optics we put over two kilometers or three kilometers of fiber optics and all that mm. everything there's a huge learning curve for me and um so but I did it, but it took its toll. Yeah, because I remember sitting down. So we're in lockdown now. So where are we? We're in we're in March, no April, and we're just about to come out of lockdown. And I remember sitting down at the shed having a coffee with you, and you just and we just looked at each other, and we were just like, "This is what it's all about: having that time. You know, yeah, you breathe. don't have to go to work until ten o'clock if you don't want to. Yeah, you know, just that bloody rubbish of like." You have to be there at like quarter to eight and then your, your phone ringing at seven o'clock at night, like, you know, and emails coming through on Sunday at nine o'clock mm. at night. It's just, it's like, what? I'm sorry, but what is this? You know, yeah. it's not worth it. It's just. No, I, I remember one day going down to the site and I had to get from um, no more than sort of a hundred feet walk, you know, 30 meter walk from one building to um, another building. And it took me three hours to do that 30 meter walk. Because everyone wants to. Just, you. you know, road contractors saying, whereabouts is the road going? Whereabouts is this trench going? The storm guys uh, who were doing the storm water, where's this going? How's that? And it's like, this is not my project, but there was no one else there to mm. take it on. So you have to do it. Or otherwise, it, we wouldn't have got to the point where we had to be open in the February. Was it just on your mind constantly? It just, it took over your life. Mm. It wasn't, just wasn't right. But hey, that's another podcast. Yeah, that is. So, so the end, so what we're trying to say is lockdown for us was a really positive, for me and Brian was a real, and Sunny was a really positive experience. Yep. It was, I got to be with, I just loved every single minute of it. If I'm honest, I loved it. It meant we didn't have to go out. We didn't have to drive anywhere. We didn't have to, there was no one to go and see. And I don't mean to be antisocial, but, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I haven't seen them. Oh, I better go and see them. And, you know, and all that was gone. And like, like I say, no phone calls, no emails. The kids were just at home. They were, you just knew where they were. You weren't worried. They weren't like, oh, what's, where are they? And it was just lovely. And we got some money from New Zealand government because of, we'd taken a cut in because of Brian's job. We'd taken a couple cutting money. So we were in a very, very lucky, privileged position that not only are we sitting in a lovely house in New Zealand, but we're also getting some money from the government. So that yeah. stress was gone. Well, it is because well. uh, the thing is, is uh, in my, our income just dried, yeah, well, dried just up overnight. Up, yeah. Yeah, I, we, yeah. we were out of work. Yeah. I was out of work from because the construction site closed down and they there was nothing i was on a short term contract so there was no remuneratory or any any money that would come my way and literally i lost my job um as soon as lockdown hit yeah so going back to before we oh god it's gone we're going on and on this is going to be a long podcast but i'm sorry about it. anyway so well, it's the end of the year so, yeah you know. yeah exactly it's the, it's the you last can always one press of the pause year. and then press play again when you get back yeah. in the car i'm always aware when, when i'm doing a podcast that it's going on and on and people are going oh come on just hurry up and finish <laughs> get <laughs> so, on with it <laughs> yeah. yeah but the thing is if people listen to your podcast and you tend to think oh this is the finest boring but it's like hey if you're listening to us then hopefully you'll just get a feel of who we are and yeah. Where yeah. we're from, like what, yeah. what our year's been like. Yeah, it gives you an idea of yeah. like what we're like. So just before we move out of lockdown, 
in May. Um, I just want to talk about one of my other online businesses. One of those online businesses that we talked to you about was my my travel blog, the blog that you're listening to on this from this podcast, which is called It's a Drama, which was um, built. I started it in 2017, end of 2017, and it's all about travel. You know, it's it's about travel in the world. So I had been writing all about travel and I was doing so well. I'd conquered Pinterest. I was doing well on, you know, all my engagement and getting people to my site. I got an advertising company to advertise on my site. So I was getting good money from that, like, a, you know, like a, a thousand how much was I getting from my advertising back then? A thousand US dollars a month advertising on my all of my travel posts. And I'd created this travel um, course that I'd spent months doing. Like it taken me four months, five months to create this travel course, teaching people how to travel with their family for cheap, how to travel the world with their family and all the obstacles you come across when you do that. And I launched that in February. So you can imagine, it's like, yay, I've got a travel course. And that, t- that took you five months to do that travel course. It took me five months. And people it? just think, oh, it's just a cheap travel course and stuff. There's not, not much in it. I mean, it uh, when I saw oh, the amount God, of work yeah. that you put into that and then lockdown, not like there were COVID hits and affects the world travel yeah. like nothing has ever done yeah. like before, is it? And that's what I want to talk to you about later on is, so here I am, just bear this in mind as well, with a business that was just taking off, was just starting to make money. And it's a travel, it's a travel blog. And it's like, oh, okay. So now that's over. So, but even with that, even knowing that, like I am the sort of person that thinks, oh, well, well, I'll just do something else. I'll just turn it into something else. And I think as well that, 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 because we were in lockdown, because our family were together, because I felt secure and settled and happy, it did make me think, I'm going to just do something else. I didn't sit there and think, oh, boo-hoo, poor me, now what? No. Well, that's it then, isn't it? Forget it. But you this know? this goes back to the old, old saying, you never put all your eggs in one basket. And that's what you, you should never really do. And I know a lot of us do. Well, I work for this company and that's it. It's like, yeah, well, get a side hustle. Get something else yeah. on the go just in case something happens. Yeah, just and like that's, that. That's yeah. exactly it, isn't yeah. it? Like, you know, and that's what, you, you know, you're adaptable. We're both, we both are very adaptable. If something's not right, you can't just sit there and go boohoo. No. It's like, oh, look at me. No. It's just like, get on your frigging horse and ride, ride it. Ride it, boy. Exactly. So, yeah. So that was that was the thing about the the, the blog, the travel blog, because I know a lot of people have asked me about that. So that's what happened. So rather than just go, yeah, oh no, I just thought, what else? What else have I done? And then I thought, hang on, I've been homeschooling for the last 10 years and now the world is in the position where it's being made to homeschool their kids, you know. And I saw that, you know, when they say one door closes and another one opens, that was my that was my opportunity. And I saw it right there. And yes, it was a bit of a problem because my whole blog is centered around travel, but it's also centered around kids. And we took our year, we took our kids away for a year. Well, how loads of people say, well, how did you do that? What about school? It didn't even cross our mind about what about school because we'd been homeschooling at that point for eight, nine years, eight years, whatever. So to us, it was just an extension of homeschooling, you know. Again, if you want to read more about that, I'll put a link, uh, you know, in in the sh- show notes about that but yeah and it was just one of those things where I thought I was sitting down in the shed one one day outside the shed we spent a lot of time outside the shed by the way <laughs> our shed is down overlooking some lovely trees and yeah river. Uh, it, it, it's uh, our shed is away from the house um not much that away yeah it's because our house is built on a, wall. yeah it's, it's it's built on a hill <laughs> that's been retained and I put a retaining wall in when I built the house and then by the side of the retaining wall right next to it I built a little shed yeah and that's what we run to. We see the thing is, if you go down there, the kids can't see you, and they don't know you're there, and there's no Wi-Fi signal, so no one can phone you, or text you, or come and bother you. So me and Brian yeah. just always pack a flask, a couple of pieces of toast or a croissant or something, and we take our little camping chairs out the shed, and we prop them up against the side of the shed, which is out of the wind and out of and it's a lovely sunny spot, and we just sit there and we just talk, and we did that a load in lockdown. Yeah, we did, and I actually decided that. Um, <laughs> I, because obviously we, you know, I like to go for a coffee with a croissant when we get chance um, to, for me and Liz to catch up. But 
we obviously we we had no croissants, so I decided. And and uh, my favorite thing when we go out for coffee is a panaraisin, mm. and I'll always remember that about lockdown. It was like I learned to cook panaraisin. Mm. You know, it's got creme pâtissière in it and raisins, and you have to make uh, like the same as if you were making a croissant. You make the same dough and roll it and make your own layers, and uh, amazing. Bit rich though, wasn't it, Brian? No. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't quite get it right, Brian. I didn't quite get it right. It ended <laughs> no, up being a bit, bit cake-like. It was nice. It yeah, was. Nice, yeah, but it was. You made absolutely loads, and every day we're like, mmm, mm, this is nice. These are nice, aren't they, we'll Liz? have them again, eh? Mm, I've put some <laughs> brushed marmalade on them this time. <laughs> no, they were nice. But, yeah, so just quickly, just refreshing. So it was, I just thought, I'm going to turn the blog and I'm going to focus away from travel and I'm going to focus on to homeschooling. And that is what I just want to say to you is sometimes, you know, you've just got to just stop and just think, you know, what, what, what else can you do? And sometimes you just think, and it's, it was so obvious. Why didn't I think of that anyway? Because I thought, well, who's going to want to know about homeschooling your kids? Well, hello, the whole world now. Mm. So from there, I went and started writing lots and lots about homeschooling. I did lots of podcasts about homeschooling, just trying to help people and, yeah, guide my blog another way. So, yep, which again, is, which is very good. You got a bit of chesty cough there, Liz. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I have. I've got a little bit of a chesty yeah. cough. Right, so. This is a little bit, this, this is the downside of, of I was going to say, of podcasting. So we're in June now. So, um, no, we're in May. So out of lockdown. Yep. And this really, really rocked me. The one person that didn't like lockdown that, do you know what? And I feel, oh, I missed this. I missed it. And I cannot believe I missed it. Was Tessa, my daughter. <clears throat> she was just becoming, whoops. <clears throat> She was just becoming, I just have a bit of tea, more and more withdrawn, more and more sad and lonely. And we were just putting it down to like, oh yeah, it's just locked down. You know, it's normal. She can't see her friends. And she wasn't overly happy at school. Which she didn't we, like we school, yeah, she kept yeah. saying, oh, I'm not enjoying the school and I'm supposed to be at this amazing school and supposed to be so happy that I'm here and be grateful that I'm here. And she said, I'm just not. Mm. Yeah, and it was one of those situations where you know you it's it's not so bad if all your family are having a shit time and someone comes to you and goes I'm having a crap time because it's like oh god I know but we were in this little euphoric bubble that we were loving and all of a sudden our daughter comes and goes knocks on the outside and goes hello but I feel like crap, basically. Yeah, yeah, which she did. I, I just remember um, she she went back, actually went back to school, didn't she? That mm. first week after lockdown, which was like say it's um, or about two weeks into it, and I just remember coming in one night and she just walking into her bedroom and she's just uh, crying her eyes out and she just looked up at me and just said, you know, Daddy, I feel terrible. Mm. You know, uh, it's just. And it was, it was, it, it just... It was, she just said depressed, anxious, yep. all those things that you just dread hearing as a parent. You know, she's just, she was just, she was just in a really, really low place. Yep. And we didn't know what the hell to do because it was like, oh my God, what, what, what do we do? Do we go to a therapist? Do we go to, I just, we didn't have a clue. No, and it's, 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 it's hard these days because, you know, they, they, I don't know. They tend, they tend to see other people being depressed, and you know they can start doing some rather crazy things because yeah. they get some crazy ideas off social media of that's what you do when you're depressed, like self harming and um, you know looking. You know, you, you just straight away. It was a really, yeah, really yeah, yeah. frightening. It's a very, time. very tough. It time. was a very frightening time yeah. because, like I say, as a parent, you just. You just want your kids to be fine. You don't mind a few bumps and all stuff like that. But when they come to you and start saying things like that, you're like, oh, my God. So it was just – and, again, it was – the country was in a weird place because – Everybody could, was yeah, in a weird place. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Everyone just – it was just – there was – it was just that feeling of weird unrest. I'm sure every one of you listening to this can relate to that feeling. It just didn't feel right. And so it just – and then on top of that, you know, you, you, she comes to me and says that, and 
my initial reaction is like, just stop everything. Get, get rid of all the social media. Get rid of all your phone. You know, stop going on the computer. And you just want to swaddle them and just be like, you know, just just be like you were when you were a baby again sort of thing. Yeah, remove them from the situation, yeah. even though we didn't think there was a situation. There obviously yeah, was. There was she know. couldn't give you any – she didn't like school. Okay, fair enough. You're coming out of school. That wasn't a hard one. No. You know, do you want to leave school? Yes, right, you're leaving school. Just come back and homeschool. That's that sorted. Yeah. But even that – so anyway, what I want to talk about is we did what um, – you know, like when you have that initial you, – it's just like a protective – mother instinct in you and it's like like I say you just want to put your arms around them and and basically that's what I did I said to her we're going away and I put her in the car and I took her to Wellington for five days yeah for five days yeah you took her to a little bed and breakfast and I have never seen a change in someone so much over you know, seeing waving Tess goodbye, uh, and I know Liz, Liz, Liz is funny, <laughs> hard to talk right now no, because it's, it, it was, yeah. It but your was... thing is, is you went you went down with her and you had a great talk to her for five hours in the car, and that I think got a lot of things out there, and you got to get under, not in uh, you know under her skin a little bit, not under her skin, but you know into her mind a little bit, yeah. and and open up and see what the problems were. So. Thank you for saving me because I didn't yep. want to start blubbing on the thing. But a couple of years ago, I went to this woman's circle. I'd never been to this woman's circle. And someone introduced me to a woman's circle. And I was like, oh, well, this is just going to be freaky. What's all this about? And it's basically where women go and sit in a circle. And this is, I'm just, this is a real quick summary of it. This doesn't do it any justice. But you go and sit in a circle and in the middle of the circle is beautiful things like candles and tarot cards and crystals and light, just beautiful feminine things. And all the women sit around in a circle on a cushion. And this is how this one worked. You are given something to hold like a piece of crystal. And while that crystal's in your hand, you just talk and no one's allowed to interrupt you. And no one's allowed to console you or give you advice or put their arm around you and go, Oh, it'll be all right. You just talk. Right. And to me, this was like, what, what should I talk about? And they're like, well, just talk about what's on top. And I started talking and it was just like the floodgates came open. And I went to this woman's circle about four or five times. And what I took out of that is it is so therapeutic to just be able to talk and not have someone interrupt you, not have someone give you advice, not have someone go, oh, that happened to me and you'll be fine. Or just, and I suppose that's what a ther I've never been to a therapist, so I don't know, but I would imagine that's maybe what a therapist would do. But so on the way, I remembered this and I put her in the car and we drove down to Wellington and I just said, you know, I told her about this woman's circle and I just said, right, talk. And the five, it's a five hour drive to Wellington. And she talked the whole way. And I did not talk back to her one jot. I never said a word, which was, mm. was bloody hard for me. I tell you that <laughs> it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, and yeah, she just talked and talked and talked. And it was like, it was like watching a transformation in her. It was like, it was like, it really was looking back now, she started off and she was so angry and so upset. And then she went through the sad stage and then she started laughing and then she came back and she was quiet. And it was just a five hour therapy session for her mm. in this car. And we went down to Wellington and yeah, we just, I took her to the comedy club and we just had a meal, meals together and we walked around shops, went window shopping and Went to all the op shops. Went to the op shops and went to the cinema and just did nice things, you know, and we came back and thank God she was fine. Yeah. I mean, she was, she was still, she would, you should dip in and out of it yeah. a little bit, but she, I think she could still, she could see that, that she didn't want to be there. It yeah. was a choice for her to change. And she realized that that choice is hers. Yeah. Yeah. And not and just everybody that does initial that. But just that initial, that hard part, you know, where it could have gone either way. That's what I thought. It could have gone either way. And normally I'm so bloody, oh, I'm so, oh, I annoy myself because I'm like, come on, get on with it. No, no, no. You can do it. Let's just forget about this. Let's not talk about that. I am like that. I know I am. And for once I wasn't. And I was yeah. like, 
yes, you know, do this. And it was just worked Mm -hmm. and it was just magical. And, oh, so, you know, when people say everything happens for a reason or like things come in your life and you're like, cause I, I remember going to that woman's circle and thinking, well, this just, you know, I liked it, but it was massively vulnerable. And at the time, I just, I wasn't in the right sort of space to be open. It, I was basically, no. just, I spent the whole night just bawling my eyes out. And everyone else was like, uh, is it our turn yet? <laughs> can someone take the crystal off her, please, so yeah. we can have a turn? <laughs> so anyway, so that was June. So Tessa came home from school. She's back homeschooling, which do you know what? Just I, I it, it, it just felt right. It felt like the jigsaw was back, the, you know, like putting a puzzle back together. She was like Brian said, she was just on every day was better and better. I'm not saying she turned into this wonderfully happy. She's a teenager. She's 16. I mean, you know, you know what 16 year olds are like. One minute is great, and the next minute, but she, that initial, it was gone. That massive dark cloud that was over yeah. her was gone, and it was just like, oh. Thank God for that. You know, it was just, so she's back homeschooling and, oh yeah, we just, which was great because I was working on my homeschooling stuff and that all tied in with that. And it just felt like, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a huge thing. And, um, you know, she, she had a, a mountain to climb still cause she had to, um, readjust and everything. And I mean, she's, she's at that stage in her life when she's, where she's got to take, um, her, um, you know, NCA level one. And this was, would have been, uh, May, May time, June, June time. June. And so she had under six months to actually take, um, sort her NCA level one out, which normally would take you 12 months. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's to come in home. So that's the power of homeschooling. And we'll, yeah. we'll give you yeah, an update exactly. on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she of, came yeah. back yeah. and she did six months worth of work. And yeah, we'll, we'll update you with that. And in, in, yeah, in yeah. A, a year's worth of work in six months. In six because months. Because she just came back. She was happy. She was relaxed. You know, she was just focused. And yeah. and, and she's just she's just literally last week finished her uh, end, of, end of year. So she did it actually in five months because... Yeah. I think her last exam was the 29th of or 28th of November, wasn't it? Yeah. And that was an external exam at, at a school. So she has to go as a homeschooler to the school to sit the exam with all the other people. Mm. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I would love Tess to do, and I, I don't think she will, but I would love her to talk just about her experience and how yeah, she Yeah, it would help a lot know? of people out there, I just, wouldn't it? I know. It and really I just would. think there's so yeah. many. I know. I bet you there's billions of kids out there going or even if that. you've got young kids and you know because i mean my sister's got four um uh, four four kids um jacob martha zachary and phoebe and she always just said oh it's okay when they're that age but when they get to this age it gets more and you're like okay we'll just we'll we'll take that in our stride but when it hits you like that with a teenager it's, it's it's hard, isn't it? Because mm. it's not children's problems anymore. They they become more adult, don't they? And Do you know what like, one wow. piece of advice I would give? And Linda, your sister, gave me this advice. And she, in my eyes, she is like, she is. If I could put someone on a pedestal of like how to uh, raise your children, Linda would be it. Like Linda and Doug, you know, um, because they talk to their kids. And she always said that to me. Like she's like Liz, try and listen more and talk to them. And do you know what? Sometimes you just don't want to bloody talk to them. You Mm. know, you're either mad or you know, it's going to lead to something really big and deep and it's probably irrelevant and, but it's massive to them. And you just, it's easier to just think, Oh, do you know what? No, I don't want to talk to you, but it works every yeah, time. It, it really does. Because you, know? you, you constantly want to go uh, 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 and pull on your experience of what you did and how you got through that and how you did. And it's just like, well, it's totally different to them yeah. than what it was with me. And I don't think, hands so. up, I'm I'm probably the, I don't think we're the, I'm probably the worst at like trying to keep my mouth shut. I work really hard at it and I'm like, just listen, just listen, just listen. But I think, I just think that whole talking thing, even now, like every, every, or every day, like, you know, sometimes you go in and they're like, they grunt at you and you're like, you just got to make them talk to you, you know, and just like, mm. come on, let's just talk anyway. So. Anyway. Right. Right. So well, this you're gonna is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> no, no, it isn't because the next three months we're going to, we're going to put into one. So oh. 
<laughs> well, let's the next two months, July and August, was spent for us bringing our family back together. So yeah. just take everything that you've just l- listened to and realize that July and August, we said, we need some time away. We need to bond. You're not bond. We need to. Yeah, so me and you went away. Yeah. So what we did <laughs> was we sent the kids to mum. Which we did. And me and Brian went away on our own. For, well, for five nights, wasn't it? It wasn't exactly and a long time. left those little buggers at yeah. home on their own. Go and mope over there. <laughs> no one wants to talk to you, love. Yeah. yeah. We know about you. No. Yes. <laughs> Right, you've ruined it now. <laughs> okay. He's trying to make out that we're having this lovely family thing. No, all right. Okay, yeah, it's right. We did. We went to, and I will link to this in the podcast notes. Me and Brian went away because basically we were we were afraid. Yeah. Going through that yeah. was exhausting. It was. It was yeah. just bloody well, well, exhausting. That with lockdown and everything else and all no, that stuff. And no, it wasn't the lockdown. No, no, it it was just that, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was just. It was. It just. You know, you know, if you're going through the same or you've been through the same, you know how much it takes its toll because you've got to try and be this strong person. But then you just get into bed at night and you just cry your eyes out or you wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Your heart's just beating and you're just worrying constantly about how they're going to be. And, you know, it was just awful. So that's why we went to on on our little glamping holiday, which was bliss. Yeah. And at that time we had booked... That because we just said we need to go away, as in this was before we figured out with Tess. So we'd booked the glamping holiday and we'd booked a second holiday to go away in a camper, um, for 10 days, wasn't it? Two weeks, yeah, two weeks, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh because New Zealand Auckland. were offering because of what had happened because they've got no tourists coming in, all the camping, um, all the motorhome companies, or most of them were offering like. I don't know, that's something ridiculous. Oh, it's five hundred dollars for two weeks. Yeah. it was super cheap. It was like it was, literally five hundred dollars a week. It was no, just, it was fi- it cost it, well, us two hundred and fifty dollars yeah, a week. It was. It was super cheap. It was. It? it was ridiculously yeah. cheap. So instead of the car sitting there on the car pot, it was like they were giving them away almost, yeah. weren't they? So we booked yeah. that because of that and said, "Yep, let's go away, and we're going to have this holiday away together." Yeah, but then the literally. Um, the week before you could see the kids were like, oh, you're going away in a camper. Because when we first came to New Zealand 11 years ago, we went in a camper and we were going to retrace those steps, weren't mm. they? But without the kids. Uh, and you could just see their faces like, oh. And mm. so um, we said, right, what we'll do is we'll, um, we, we, we'd, booked, was, we'd booked a camper with Brits, hadn't we? And we said, right, we'll book you a camper because Sonny can drive. We'll get them because we only had a two a two birth one, and we would get them a small two birth, a, a juicy, um, and yeah, we so we booked them one. That was super cheap as well. I think it was about the same sort of price, um, and we were all set to go, weren't we? And we were heading up to Auckland, and then level they went back into level three lockdown, didn't they? Yeah, because Auckland had a few um, cases. Uh, yeah, a few outbreaks. So they closed the whole of Auckland and you weren't allowed to drive even into Auckland to pick up a camper, which is fair enough. So we had to rearrange all our plans. But can I just quickly go back yeah. to what the, the reason we went, we decided to take the kids is because we were going to go on our own. And then here I am in the car park with Tess overlooking the sea. We'd just gone for a coffee and we were sitting there in the car. And she said, can I just say something? I'm like, yep. Yeah. And she said, I really wish you weren't going away without us. And then it was like, oh, okay. Um, right, all right then. So, <laughs> and you're tempted to sort of say, well, you know, tough love because we are. And But it was just, you again, it was one of those things where you just think it was one of those moments could have gone either way. We could have made the decision. And it was like, no, your heart tells you, doesn't it? It's like, <laughs> you're laughing, take the kids. No, so I, was... I came home and told you, like, what? <laughs> What are you laughing at? I was laughing at the moment when we actually got into the camper because um, oh, no, it's just it's just the fact that they weren't coming, and then we're driving out of Christchurch because we had to go to we, we flew down to Christchurch in the end, didn't we? I used all my airpoints, which have been saving for about six years, and we bought air tickets down to Christchurch because we the um, Brits said no, you can't do it down there, um, but Juicy said we did, so we went. The four of us went in one Juicy. Um, camper which is uh, they're tiny really aren't they it's mm. a small high ace van um and they were sat in the back um 
with not knowing to us that the 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 plug was out of the sink and it had the smelly um, tank in there, didn't it? Oh, it reeked. Oh, it did, and we couldn't smell it. At we the couldn't front. smell it from no, the front. No, and they were just kept moaning, saying, "Oh, it stinks in here." And I remember just remember you turning around saying something. Um, you better realize how lucky you are that you're. <laughs> Top <laughs> yeah, them like two ten year olds. The exact a, words. A, the exact words. Were, Do you know what? If you can't pretend to, if, you, if you're not happy to be here, then you bloody well pretend to be. They're, both their faces just <laughs> went flat pan, and they looked at each other, and they never said a word for six hours. Pretend to be happy, you little yeah. bastards. We've spent, we spent loads of money on this. <laughs> Oh, dear. oh no, I love them so much. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> anyway, so July and so August and September was was spent having a wonderful holiday. We had a great holiday. We had away a with brilliant them. time. Was. Actually. We, we actually we, we we were supposed to be camping. We were in the South Island in the middle of winter, and the South Island is pretty chilly. And the first night we camped, it was minus four maybe minus five, and we just got up the next day and just said, and then we were freedom camping as well. So, oh, honestly, yeah, it was, yeah. we just said, well, this isn't working. So we decided to buck Airbnb, didn't we? Mm. So on that note, please, if you do follow me and you've been looking at Instagram pictures, um, I mean, I always try and put the real stuff up anyway, but as you know, but um should that be red like that? Is that supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be red. Um, please don't think that that was the perfect family holiday where everything was lolly, 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 perfect, 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 because it was like that, that, that they were the sort of conversations that we were having. Yeah. It's like, you know, put your phone down and just enjoy this. This was supposed to be our holiday and you're here. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Oh no, we had we did. We had a gorgeous time. We it did. was just lovely. It was good. Which leads us up to October. And um, while we were away and I was putting things on Instagram and, you know, on the blog and podcasting about it, loads of people, I think because the US election was coming up and all stuff like that, but loads of people emailed me and said, how do you, you know, what's it like living in New Zealand? So for the whole of October and most of November, so say six weeks, October, November, I spent, personally me, spent... Uh, Actually, no, what am I saying? No, not personally. Yeah, she better get this right. Sorry, Brian. No, yeah, not personally me. Brian and me, Brian and I spent, me and Brian spent six weeks creating, a, or about a month, creating. um, It felt like six weeks because there's a lot of work involved. Creating a video guide for what it's like living in New Zealand. And, yeah, so, you know, when I was talking to you about, going different ways and moving with the tide and looking for opportunities that was another one of those experiences like you know it was another one of those times where it was like well hang on a minute I've got this travel blog yes I'm doing this homeschooling stuff and I'd made this homeschooling course and that was going really well and but now people are asking about New Zealand well hang on we live in New Zealand so and we can't travel anywhere else so why don't we make this guide for people about what it's like living here and so we did and yeah that was quite amazing the amount of people from the usa that would you know uh, contact you and just say what's it like what's you know what's this like what's that like and it was just like yeah you've got to do something about this because people are asking you Mm. just the simple things you know do you know what covid you know as it did for for me personally with my business is it it made people open up so much more and it taught me so much about what other people are going through. Because when you're like a travel blogger, people will email you and say, oh yeah, you know, what this and that, but they never go into the, to the depths of what's going on in their life. And so many people, mainly from America have emailed me. Thank you so much. I've honestly, I am, I feel honored and humbled to be able to say that you have opened up your heart to me and told me parts of your life that I would never ever have guessed that those people were going through that in America yeah exactly yeah you know and it really we talk about it with the kids all the time don't we we read Mm. out people's emails to the kids and we're like you know can you believe that these people are saying this about their life you know in America you just think I don't know you'd you'd expect it from a, a a country that was you know, a third world country or something like that. But these people, like, they're pouring their hearts out to me and about what what they're going through. And, uh, yeah. 
I just think the whole COVID thing has made people more open, willing to share and come together and yeah, just and put a hand reach out. For out. Help. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just reach out and put their hand out. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, we made that New Zealand course and that was launched or the guide and that was launched yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was. It, it was a, a, a bunch of videos. Uh, I mean, you did, I think, I think you did five free videos, um, but there's yeah. just there's so much work involved. It, it, you know, you watch a three minute video and you just think, oh, well, it's just a video. But the work involved just to get the footage and then put it together. And, you know, we've been going through like five years of footage sometimes just to find out. Oh, when we were down there, did we take any video? And it was yeah. like back then we used to take just take pictures because we weren't that super no. <laughs> involved in videos and, and, the, and the cameras or the phones that we, we were using back then weren't that good. But still, we, we you know, and then to try and get it all together. And then when we decided to do the stuff on even like uh, hospitals and um, doctors and schools and things like that, it all takes so much time. You know, yeah, we, it's just that, getting all the footage yeah. together, and yeah, you'd go out one day and try and do some uh, videoing, and you'd come back with 180 clips that you'd then have to go in through and save it all into different folders on your computer and to put it together. And it's just, yeah, if you want, just check check it out. I think you've got a link on your website somewhere, haven't you? Yeah, to that, yeah. To that, that if you guide. just go, just go and get the free ones. You get five days of free videos, and that will give you an idea of like life in New Zealand. And then, like I say, well, if you want, whatever. It's just you know that it's there if you want it. But that's where we are at the moment. So here we are in December. We're right at the end of the year, and yep. it's been a, a very up and down year hasn't it you know yep. it's been a it's been a crazy it's year it's not been all bad it's no. been there's been loads of positives have come out of it yep i sold my van yep. so my work van which so obviously you know being a, a heating guy um and a plumber or whatever you want to call it um you know to sell your actual van and almost hang up your tools because all you've got now is a little peugeot 207 which is a small car um and you know if i do get the odd job that i need to go and um, have a look at someone's boiler that I installed, you know, or whatever. I can go and look at it, um, but I'm not doing any installation work mm. or anything like that. And I'm not, you know, I'm just trying to concentrate now on uh, more on doing what we're doing. So our online business. Our so online business. Just to give yes. you a, I'm going to really skim over this because maybe this is something we can talk about next year. But so we've got three. Like I've told you about the travel. It sounds really like it's it's. Is that sound it's okay? probably coming through the uh, headphones. Oh, right. Yeah, so I told you about the travel thing, didn't I? You know, so now that's homeschooling and traveling, uh, sorry, homeschooling and New Zealand life and, you know, living in New Zealand until we pick up back travel again. Um, our other site, our drop shipping site, is um, doing really well. It's, it's you know, it's doing yep. great. It's uh, It sells pet products. So, yep, that's doing great. It's taken about 18 months to get there. I'm not going to, I could talk forever about this, but I can't, I'm not even going to go there because it's just too. No, it's it's, too it's a podcast in its own, which yeah. we have been meaning to do for the last six months, haven't we? To tell people, you know, if you. Just if, about dropshipping. Yeah, if you are, you know, what am I, 57 and, you know, a tradie who now can build your, build a website, can do video editing and all those sort of things mm. and marketing and stuff like that. And you, you write content for it and. So yeah, it's doable. You mm, can do it. Yeah. Don't think you can't because oh, I'm too old for that. I can't learn that. It's like yes, you can. Yeah, definitely. So that's the side of it that you know, get off off your bum, and you just think I'm too busy. Uh, I'm working. I'm too tired when I come home. Well, it's not. That's when you need to do it. Yeah. And just get on and do it. You know, and you go. I'm too tired. Fifty-seven years old, being a plumber, out there all day, like a kilometer of pipe with a couple of guys. You're knackered, aren't you, Bri? Yeah, absolutely exhausted. <laughs> and but you come home and go, right, I'll sit down here for an hour and put a few more products on. Yeah. 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 That's the way you do it. Okay. And just before we leave, Sunny. Oh, Sunny. I want to talk to you about Sunny just quickly. So Sunny is um he's still working at the music shop. He has got a part in a play um for a show. He's, he loves acting, he loves performing. Maybe some of you have seen some of his um his videos where he's performing on the piano. Um, and he's got a part, he's got the main role in Avenue Q, if any of you know that. That's a musical that's, and so they're doing that show in May in New Plymouth next year. Yeah, and Tessa's in there as well, isn't she? Tessa's she's, in she's there as well, yeah. But Sonny's got a big part but in Sonny's it. But Sonny's got the main role and he's doing some work. He's he's doing um, 
video videography for um, a, a guy that does online courses. So he's doing, he films him doing his courses and then Sonny puts it all together for him. And he yesterday went out and did a freelance um, photography shoot for a woman who's expecting a baby. And yeah, it's just sort of building up. Sonny is, is, is 19 and I keep saying to Brian, it's, it's one of those things that if he was at college or university now, we wouldn't be seeing the, the, not the struggles, but just the. Yeah, but you don't see the normal teenager things because they're at university. You don't really care. Yeah. They can do what they want when they come home, but he's not gone to university because he's decided to do experience uh, of what he's doing in work. Yeah. And, the, and what he's doing it's, is... You it's, would, it's making his own education. Yeah, like, you know, and you would pay like, so much money for that. Yep. Um, but I'm not going to say Sonny is completely, you know, he's, he's not like, yeah, this is what I want to do. There's still something there that he's thinking... Mm, not quite, but as we keep saying to him, you know, this is a working process. Give it time. We were talking to the, him last night about his age and he's like, oh, I should be moved out by now. No, you don't know. I, I can't stand that whole age thing where it's like by 18, you should be doing this by 21. You should be doing this. Just do what feels best for you. You're always, of course, you're always welcome to be at home, even though you do my head in sometimes, yeah. but <laughs> So he's just going through that whole process of discovering different things for himself and just, yeah, he's, he's pretty busy. He's, he's busy doing stuff. And I just wanted you to fill it. Fill, I yeah, just wanted it's, to fill it, it, we, we try and get him back on the podcast. I'm, I think he will do it. But every time we, like today, he was, he was, he was he's, been, he's, he's been in work, his room yeah. editing stuff up and, and things like that. You know, like I say, he's out yesterday. So it's just hard getting the time. Yeah. Um, to, to get him to come and do it. Yeah. And he's going to get even busier in the next few months because he's going to start his rehearsals in January. Yeah. And, you know, he, but he's still there and he's still, he's still bright yeah, and everything else. Yeah, still and, sunny. Yeah, still sunny. <laughs> and, and like, say, so, yeah. And so just to let you know, right now, December, whatever the date is, it's December the 7th or 8th or something. We've it got our Christmas trip in New Zealand. We put that up yesterday. Yep. We're sitting here, we're drinking peppermint tea. And after we finish this podcast, we're going to make a video for the New Zealand video guide. And that video is going to be about leaving your family in New Zealand when you move to New Zealand. Because again, that's one of the things that people keep talking to me about is like, how can I leave my parents? How can I leave my mum? You know, how can I leave my friends? So after we've done this, we're going to pack up our, our stuff. We're going <laughs> to, Brian's going to put it all together and edit it all. And I'm going to write some notes. Then we will publish the podcast. And then this afternoon we will go into the kitchen and make that video about leaving your family behind when you emigrate to another country. So that brings you bang up to date, bang, bang, bang up to date of about we what are. we're doing and where yeah. we are. And if you want that, if you do look at that video guide, then at the moment we will keep adding to it as well. So if you have bought it, you know, two weeks ago, a month ago, or you buy it now, you will get all the new stuff that the, gets the added to The thing with me and you, well. that, yeah, I know. I, I did write that on it, actually. I just yeah, put oh, lifetime right. updates. It does say that. Yep. But the thing with me and you that maybe people don't realise is we just keep... <laughs> are, we, are we addicted to work, do you reckon? Uh, no, I think we're just trying to improve things. That's yeah. all. And you, cause you do things, it's even like the first video you do and then, you know, you're learning a new skill and then it's like, Oh, that should have done it that way. Really? Yeah. I should have done it this way. But anyway, what we're trying to say evolve. is it's you're just evolving, aren't you? Yeah. It's great value. Oh, look, thank you. I just want to say, can I just say, I cannot believe that we've got the people listening that we've got listening. And it's just, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for being there. I have loved the people that have reached out and said, do you know, I mean, you know, we've got this couple in America and they, they have this routine where they put the kids to bed and then they go outside and they light their outside fire and they just sit and listen to our podcast. How fantastic is that? Yeah, that's cool. That is yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. It's just, it's just lovely. And yeah, loads of you have just reached out and said, yeah, we listen to you. And, oh, I can't believe it. I honestly can't believe it because I honestly just think we're just sitting here having to talk to each other and no one listens. <laughs> so it's really surprising when you go on and you're like, oh, less many people have listened. And yeah. so I just want to say a huge, huge thank you. Um, this is going to be our last podcast for this year. We are going to be back in January. First week of January, we'll give it probably, yeah, about the 7th of January. And then we'll record another one and put it out. Yep. Yeah, and I just want to say it's been a, it's been one of those years, but just 
I hope you've got something positive out of it and you've got a lesson out of it. And let's hope 2021 is just Yeah, well let's just hope it is, you know, I different mean and better. Yeah, the world gets came better. yeah, the world came together and all those positive yeah. things. The world came together and hopefully we have that vaccine that we thought was going to be 18 months away. Yeah. And we've got it within a few months, which hopefully fingers crossed that that makes you feel warm inside that we can get back to some normality and just that, you know, keeping positive and not picking on all the negative things that have happened, you know, all that stuff that went on this, that, and, and you get to it and you're here now, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. You know, people went back in the Premier League, they started going back to football games. Brilliant. <laughs> it's been, I think it was really today. I've never seen you so happy. Yeah. You're like, they're it, back in the stands. Yeah, but it's like 270 <laughs> odd days, like you know, 208, it's like nearly a year without yeah. going to the football games. And you just couldn't, really? It's like, yeah, not far off it, you know? And, you, you know, okay. don't forget 2020, Liverpool Premier League champions. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you once again for joining us on the It's a Drama podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday, Christmas, break, whatever you're going to be having. If you're not, then just pour a nice big glass of wine and just at oh, least just a big relax. glass of whatever it is yeah, that you drink, just, you know, glass just, of water. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> silly, Steady. ridiculous. Yes. Thank you so the much. The holidays for being are coming. There. <laughs> And we'll see you in 2021. Yeah, okay. hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. And um, I'll speak to you next year. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we have released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com. It's a drama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.